The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shined.
The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness, from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this.
And the angel Gabriel came to Mary and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. You could be seated. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever.
Good evening, everyone. Great to see you all here. I'm glad that you braved the weather to come. I'm glad that you got here safely. I'm hoping that everybody that was on their way here tonight got here safely. We wouldn't know that right now, but we're hoping that they all did. Would you bow with me in prayer, please? Holy Father, we thank you for this time of year when so many people stop and think about who Jesus is. And we're thankful, God, that there was a baby who didn't remain a baby, who became a savior, a savior for the entire world. We're grateful, God, that you've blessed us with Jesus so that not only would he be a baby who brings hope and light, but that he would bring as an adult salvation, glorious salvation for all of us who find ourselves At certain points, God, out of touch with you, maybe out of line in our lives with your will for us, and then we think of a baby, we think of one who comes as a savior, and suddenly we can be again in relationship with you because of what Jesus has done. And so tonight, we do remember the baby in the manger, but what we're really celebrating before you tonight, Lord, is the good news, the good news that you've given us not just a baby in a manger, but one who is a Savior, who is Christ, the Lord of all humankind, and that you came to redeem us and unite us with you. And so tonight we praise you, we thank you for that, and it's through Jesus that we pray, amen. I don't know how many of you have already seen this. I'm I'm hoping that this video will play the way that I want it to play. And Bruce, you'll have to watch the sound so that we'll make sure it isn't too loud here right at the beginning or something. But there's a beautiful video of a, a young Irish girl who is autistic. And this has been out the last little while on, on YouTube. She sings a song that was written by a Canadian, Leonard Cohen. And Cohen wrote this song a, a bit with some cynicism, the song Hallelujah. But it's been adopted by many people and the words have been reworked a bit until really a beautiful message comes through about who Jesus is. And so we're just going to play a a quick clip here from Kaylee Rogers, an autistic Irish girl, and her autistic friends in the back who are part of the choir, singing a song that has become uh, now honoring of who Jesus is as Lord.
When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table. And he said to them, I've eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. And one of the beautiful things that happens at this Christmas time is that we have a chance not just to think about who Jesus is as a baby, but to think about the impact that Jesus has in our world, specifically through the kingdom of God. I don't know if you're aware that there is a a new reign that has begun. And it's not with a new prime minister in Canada. And it's not with a new president-to-be in the United States. It's instead a new reign with Jesus Christ on the throne. One who rules with all the power and the glory that we so often sing about at Christmas time. And so he desires, he says, to eat this meal, but only when things find fulfillment in the kingdom of God will he eat it again. The passage goes on. It says, after taking the cup, he gave thanks and he said, take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And then he took bread, gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And so here in the gospel of Luke, we have first a cup and then we have the bread. And then as he says here later, we have the cup again. And the reason for that is that This is all part of the Jewish Passover feast, and it was common for them during Passover to pass several different cups during the feast that commemorated different things. And so Jesus is passing the cup twice, although we'll only pass it once tonight, and he passes it twice in order to have everyone recognize that God is doing this new thing through his sacrifice. This is my body given for you, he says, when he prepares to take the bread. Do this in remembrance of me. And then in the same way, after the supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But the hand of him who is going to betray me is with mine on the table. And then he says, the son of man will go as it has been decreed, but woe to that man who betrays him. Now this is interesting because Jesus is eating a meal which is really preparing him for death. And at the very moment that he is eating this meal, he's eating the meal with one he characterizes as a betrayer, which means that the Son of God, who came as a baby, who lived his life here on this earth for a time among us, and then becomes the Savior, does so at this special moment with one who is perhaps the chiefest of sinners, as Paul would say. And so tonight, we remember Jesus, we remember a baby, but we're remembering one who, in the midst of this meal, is going to be taking this meal with us, Christ being present, with us, in some real sense, being those who betray him. We do so when we don't serve others the way we should. We betray Christ when we don't honor him as we should. 
We aren't always at all what God wants us to be. But the joy and the blessedness of this occasion is that in the midst of this time and this meal, Jesus came specifically to forgive and to be in relationship with people just like you and me. And so I don't deserve to be here tonight. I don't deserve to to put my voice among those who would honor Jesus tonight, except for one single solitary fact, and that is that Jesus came to the earth specifically to die for me, to redeem my life so that I can be in relationship with him, and he did the same exact thing for you. And so you too have the privilege of honoring and glorifying Christ, although undeservedly so. But you're blessed with that privilege because he came to free us from sin and to put us in relationship with him. One of the things that I love about the video that we saw is that Jesus is the one who redeems lives. And he makes lives whole. And I love hearing that particular girl sing about who he is and the way in which he particularly makes her whole. That's what he does. And so I remember in 1968 when my mother uh, was dying of leukemia and she had a chance to come home for just a week or two before she went back to the hospital. She'd been in the hospital for a couple of months. She came home for, I'm going to guess about 10 days. I was only nine, so I don't remember the length exactly. And then she left and she went back into the hospital and I never saw her again. She passed away about a month and a half later. But Christmas has always been so special for me because while she was home, we celebrated. We really celebrated as a family. And what I enjoy so much about this time is that we have a chance to celebrate all the wonderful things that it means to be not just family, but part of the church family as well, and celebrate because of what it is that Jesus has done. And so we come tonight together celebrating and rejoicing at a special time of year that means so much to all of us. And God, again, has given us this special privilege. So what we're going to do now is we're going to have a chance to take the Lord's Supper together. We're going to do this a bit differently for those of you who are part of our church family than we normally do. We're going to pass the trays one time, and as the trays pass, there'll be bread, and there'll be a little cup of of grape juice there, and go ahead and take both and eat both right then. So take the bread and take the cup and consume those, and then you can take your cup and put it back into the tray when you're finished, and then we'll pass that on. And then after that, we're going to have a chance to light some candles, and I'll tell you about that in just a few moments, okay? Would you bow with me, please? I'm just going to lead one prayer, and then we'll take communion together. Holy Father, you redeem us through Jesus. You bless us in amazing ways. And God, we just pray that you would continue to bless us, bless us tonight with the redeeming grace of Jesus. 
We thank you and we praise you for the privilege of being your children. And we know this special meal that we're taking right now is a meal that commemorates the the wonderful grace that you've extended to us through the baby who came in a manger. So bless us now as we take this. Embrace us, God. Bring us close to you. Let us feel the fullness of your grace in Jesus and the fullness of the relationship into which you bring us through him. It's through him that we pray. Amen. go ahead and start lighting the candles now. Melissa and Hope, if you want to get your candles ready.
I'm going to read a a passage here from John chapter 3, verse 16, which many of you know very well. This passage says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And so again, tonight, we have the blessing and the privilege of celebrating together the way in which God redeems things, the way in which he is saving a lost world, the way that he has saved you and that he has saved me. And I hope that this time of year... As you reflect with family, you're together and enjoying each other's company, that you think seriously about the one who has saved you. And in in fact, I hope that tomorrow you'll have thoughts specifically of Jesus and what it is that Christ has done in saving the world. Bruce, maybe we could kill the spots. stars are brightly shining it is the night of the dear Savior's birth long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt his birth a thrill of hope a weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn
Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem. Because he was descended from the house and family of David, he went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for him in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Messiah, the Lord. He will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, and everyone together, Glory Glory to to God God in the highest, highest and on earth peace peace among among those those whom he favors. One more time. As a (coughs) proclamation to the world who needs it. Next slide. Glory to to God God in the highest heaven, heaven, and on earth peace among among those those whom he favors.
Amen. Merry Christmas. Go in peace.